Hey, Trumpcast listeners, what you are about to hear is a teaser for our latest Trumpcast Plus episode. We've made one out of every four episodes exclusive to Trumpcast Plus subscribers, and they get to hear it and all the episodes without ads. To hear the whole thing, go to slate.com slash Trumpcast Plus and sign up. We really need your signups more than ever, and it costs so little. It's only $35 for the first year. It's peanuts. And you get Trumpcast and all of Slate's podcasts ad-free. Just going to say one more time, I hate to pass the hat, but we really are relying on subscribers this time. And this is easy to remember. Slate.com slash Trumpcast Plus to sign up. Thanks for listening. As our country works through the racial issues that we still face today, it is important to remember we are one global community. Let's all agree that any differences we have should be celebrated and learned from. As the CDC continues to study the spread of COVID-19, they're recommending that people wear cloth face coverings in public settings where social distancing measures can be difficult to maintain. You're not the first first lady to have to deal with her husband's alleged infidelities. Has this put a strain on your marriage? It is not concern and focus of mine. Hello and welcome to Trumpcast. I'm Virginia Heffernan. Today, as an act of escapism from this hot, cruel world, I thought we'd go to Camelot, which is what I call the magical love story of Donald Trump, who sometimes plays a billionaire and sometimes plays a president, and the world historical beauty of the banks of the fabulous, if strangely humid, Kirka River in Novomesto, Slovenia, Melania. Melania. You know her by her watchful, cold, triple-rimmed, falsy-fringed eyes, her jaw set like a sulky cadet, her screen of honey-wine hair, her deep, bronzed complexion, and her pinup girl polyurethane sheath dresses. Also by those nine-inch nails, okay, five-inch nails, that she affixes to her heels, calling them shoes and risking a body cast to consider all the world her catwalk. Melania and Trump together, they're a love match. If love were made of craven opportunism, prenup wrangling, raw meanness, and florid betrayal. Oh, also, if love were made of hate. Here to talk with me about Melania is Mary Jordan. She's a Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist and national correspondent for The Washington Post. She's also the author of the new book about the First Lady, The Art of Her Deal. Mary, welcome to Trumpcast. Thank you. This is fun. We get to talk about Melania Knaus Trump. I'm very excited. It's been a long time since we paid attention to her. I met the president one time in, I think, the early 2000s. Was it after 9-11? But at a, a Peggy Siegel event. And I was seated at a table with him and his then exotic young model girlfriend. And they just walked around a lot. They, they didn't really sit for dinner. They were greeting people and glad handing. But she seemed very illiterate and slinky and lovely. Did she get up and give a big speech? She definitely did not. <laughs> I mean, is it possible that your, your book opens up the question of, does she really speak any language? Well, well, I spent months on this because there was so little fact there was so little about her. There was this me- a weird void of information. I-, I noticed during the campaign um, that 
you'd make a call and you'd get no answer. She didn't have very many friends. You know, we weren't, you went through the clips and when she was 29, all of a sudden she was listed as 26. But the big thing was, you know, she may have heavily accented English, but boy, she can speak all these languages. So I just tried to find evidence of that. And I think it's very interesting that there's no video of her speaking German, Italian, or French. And I called people that she had met, you know, leaders. Mm-hmm. She, she's been in France. She's been in Italy. She, mm-hmm. she's, she's been around. And so I just said, hey, in the back rooms, like you had little chit chats because she, she says she speaks all these languages. And, you know, person after person said no evidence. So interesting because, right, that I mean, you're supposed to say Ich bin ein Berliner if you know, you know, a word or two of the language and you're part of a part of world leadership. Aren't you supposed to sort of flaunt it and at least say a word or two to Brigitte Macron, for example? And they have met many times. She's met Macron many times. And you, you would think that at dinner or, you know, she doesn't have to do it in public in front of the yeah. mic, but but quietly. And, you know, why is it that you can find Jackie Kennedy speaking at length. You can go, you know, just Google Jackie Kennedy speaking Spanish. And she gave a big speech in Spanish. She also, you can find long, long passages of her speaking French. Mm -hmm. That was in the sixties, you know, in the, in the time Mm -hmm. when everyone has an iPhone that you can record video. Why, why can't we find Mm -hmm. a video of Melania speaking these languages? I sometimes think with models, with foreign models, there's an effort you don't you don't want to knock their intelligence. So the suggestion is they're very intelligent and quick-witted and literate, just not in English. Your book reveals it's hard to find it's hard to find her intelligence, put it that way. Even though we keep being told in your book Roger Stone says she's brilliant and Chris Christie says she's brilliant, she certainly sphinx-like enough so you could project something. But, you know, I think a lot of people, because she is good looking, you know, she's been called arm candy and, yeah. you know, and I think people did think she, she didn't have a lot going on. She doesn't speak out. But actually, when I was in Slovenia and talking to professors and looking at her academic records, I even found her mm. report cards Amazing. that she was actually a really good student. Huh. 75% of people who applied for the architecture program in college that she did were rejected and she got in. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of different smarts, but she's pretty savvy. Yeah. So what did you get to about her intelligence? I mean, we, I guess, imagine that she's very strategic about advantages and disadvantages for herself and Baron. But what about her imagination? I mean, she's in such, the first lady role is strange under ordinary circumstances, and it is fully hallucinogenically surreal now <laughs> with Trump as president, as your book makes clear. So what what suits her to the role and doesn't suit her to the role? Well, it's very hard for her. She doesn't like it and she's not good at it to speak in public, you know, mm-hmm. and that's tough, right? She's got yeah. this amazing platform. And a lot of the criticism she gets is that she wastes it. You know, what the heck is that be best thing about? What is yeah. she doing? Where is she? She goes missing for weeks at a time. I think that the part that's hard for her is she's terrible uh, and doesn't even do it spontaneous speaking, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She has upped her game on these short, polished videos because she's a control freak. 
and mm-hmm. you, can, you can control the edits on that, right? She loves to read books for kids. She loves, you know, she, she does what Trump doesn't. He, do, he, ta- he goes out and says, don't wear a mask. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she takes a picture or has a video of her putting the mask on. You know, they're mm-hmm. yin and yang. People say she fills in the blind spots of her husband. And you, you, we've seen her do that many times. Does she have fans? I mean, who are independently fans of her? Yes. Okay. And what are they like? Well, look, I mean, everyone knows that how you see her is largely colored for tens of millions of Americans by how you see her husband. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you know, he's the guy that you love or loathe. And so there's a ton of people that don't want to give her the time of day because they don't like him. But there are, I mean, it's interesting. She, she has higher poll numbers than he does, higher poll mm. numbers than any Trump family member. So there are people that give her credit for being a mama bear. She's, she's very protective of Barron. Uh, they give her, they, ironically, they, they say they like her the best because she speaks the least and I don't want to hear from Trump's. So, uh-huh. you know, they think she's classier because she for instance, when Trump did that holding the Bible up in front of the White House after they had tear gassed peaceful protesters, she wasn't there. Ivanka was. So she does have more fans than her husband. Does she ever go to the rallies? I mean, this since 2016. Rarely, rarely, okay. rarely, rarely. And, you know, but so what's interesting is because she didn't go with him, she was pretty much invisible in the 2016 campaign. Like he was flitting around. Where's Melania? No, that was unheard of. Usually the spouse is the go-to surrogate. They raise money. You know, you got to be two places the same night. You see Jill Biden right now is everywhere. She didn't do that. And so I think people thought, oh, marriage is on the rocks and or she hates him and or, you know, she hates politics. So so that was not right. Hmm. I talked to so many people and they were saying that he gets after a rally, he gets in the car. The first call is to her. She's been watching what worked, what didn't, how did I do? She's also the call before he goes up, you know, okay, because she, she knows how to use praise and pump them up. Hmm. They, they are closer and she is more in touch. She reads everything written about them. And it drives people crazy in the White House because she'll find some sometimes very obscure critic tell Trump and then he's in a foul mood and then everybody's going, oh, no, not again. Because he was supposed to, his his aides are supposed to give him binders filled only with enconiums to his beauty and strength and power and brilliance. And maybe she smuggles in the criticism. I saw him, um, you know, at the last rally, which got a lot of attention because he was trying to contextualize and excuse his uh, the strange way that he drank water and the the walk down the ramp at West Point, and how he kicked off that strange aria about those two things was saying, "I called my wife and said, what do you think of the West Point speech?'" And he said, "People are being critical about the ramp or something like that," and she said back to him, "And the water." Right, and no, that's in she, his he, retelling. That's in right. retelling. It's. I mean, I heard this from everyone on the campaign that just because you don't see her, you know, he's dialing, and she's in Trump Tower at that time. She was in Trump Tower with Barron, watching TV, watching everything he was doing, watching the reaction. She would tell him what was resonating and what wasn't. Huh. She is more of a player. I think it's fascinating. She only came to America when she was twenty-six, and he trusts her. That's the big thing. He thinks that everyone around him is a John Bolton. Everyone around him is a turn, possible turncoat. And so 
her stock has gone up as his concern about those around him has gone down. So ages ago, I think relatively soon after the inauguration, we had Kate Imbach on the show. I don't know if you followed this, but she wrote a piece called Fairy Tale Prisoner by Choice about um, Melania's Instagram photography. And it was just an, an art historical analysis of this kind of aesthetic of trappedness or something, where she's posted many pictures of Barron and Donald Trump from the back. So, for instance, she seems to sit in the back of their car when Trump is driving and Barron sits in the shotgun seat and she walks behind them and certainly behind, as you point out, behind the president when they walked into the White House. And a lot of her photographs, and I mean almost all of them, are taken through glass, like through out the window of Trump Tower, out the window of an airplane or out the window of a a limousine. Does that seem to capture her to you? No, I mean, no, no. I actually do not. I think that the, there's a lot of misconceptions about her. Okay. Num- number one, and again, this is because I have interviewed over 120 people. Some of them, I'm not kidding, like 20 hours. You know, if you go all the way to Slovenia, you're going to just sit there for days and talk to people. And uh, the thing that drives her crazy and the thing that I think is most wrong in you know, people see her and because she doesn't say anything, you kind of guess. She's mm. not trapped. She is not trapped. Mm. She okay. is a strong person who has decided that it's better for me to stay married than not to. She she decides, she takes her time and decides as, as someone who's known her for 30 years said, you know, she plays the long game. She's a chess player. She waits her time and decides, and everything is, okay, my next move, what's going to be the best thing for me? Hmm. Her best thing right now is to stay, and she's not trapped. She actually likes Hmm. also meeting all these famous people in the White House. The White House lets you, you know, meet the Pope, the Queen, people come by. There's some kind of fairy tale aspect. Her her mom, um, I'm, I'm most fascinated by her mother. Okay, let's hear it. Oh my gosh. So think of this, you know, Yugoslavia is run by a dictator for 40 years. That's where she grew up in the former Yugoslavia socialist country run by this communist dictator. Her mother, that's her mother's world, right? I mean, um, her mother worked in a state-owned factory, you know, for 30 years and she was gorgeous. She is gorgeous. She's very elegant and she made her own clothes. She was a seamstress. In fact, she was the best uh, dressed person in town and people still talk about it. They said she was the only one that wore high heels. Hmm. And she walked all the way to the factory in those heels every day, back and forth, across the bridge. And people called her Jackie for Jackie Kennedy in the 60s uh-huh. and 70s because she was so elegant. Well, now the mom, Amalia, is sitting in Jackie Kennedy's rose garden. She's in the White House most of the time, most days that Melania is there, her mom is with her. So that was a teaser. Don't you want to hear the whole show tantalizing? You can just go to slate.com slash Trumpcast plus and sign up. That's slate.com slash Trumpcast plus.